welcome to the Growing for Success podcast powered by The Greenhouse, a diverse group of industry experts aligned to help you grow personally and professionally to the next stage. Let's grow. Welcome to the Growing for Success podcast. I'm Allison, Director of Operations with The Greenhouse. Today, I'm going to be sharing some tips and tricks to managing your time and staying organized. Let's start with why time management and organization are important. Both help you be more effective and efficient, which hopefully leads to less stress and more time for the things you enjoy. Mostly though, they're important because in a time when everyone is busy, you have to understand that being busy isn't the same thing as being effective. So what to do? Well, as I was thinking about this podcast and preparing for it, I thought a lot about my daughter, Nora. She's nine, and she and I are similar in every way possible except this one. I am painfully organized, yet she, when I tell her to clean her room, thinks it's okay to just shove everything under her bed. And if you're asking yourself why this is a problem, this podcast is for you. I tell her that her toys need to have a home, and that's where they need to go when it's time to pick up. Why is this important? Well, have you ever tried to find something that doesn't have a home? It's pretty hard to know where where it is if you have no place to look first. So the most basic rule to being organized is to have a system. Maybe the system is that Barbies go under the bed and stuffed animals go in the closet. Uh, The concept is simple of just keeping like things together. So at work, This may mean having folders in your email so you can quickly find a conversation about budgets or the marketing plan or a certain client. Share your system with those that also use it. It's not very helpful to have a craft closet at home if nobody else knows what that is when you say the scissors and tape can be found in the craft closet. Similarly, at work, if you have folders and subfolders in whatever file sharing device you have, make sure your coworkers know where the files are. Make sure that you're following the same system. For example, here at the greenhouse, we hold a lot of events. We have an event folder. Each event has a subfolder. However, when we take pictures at an event, we all know that the pictures are saved in the marketing folder organized by year and then event. So again, it doesn't really matter what your system is, as long as you have one and the people that are affected by it are aware of what that system is. Making to-do lists, that's another great way to stay organized and manage your time. And this can be done using a digital tool or good old pen and paper. I personally enjoy the physical satisfaction of crossing something off when it's done. So most of my to-do lists are kept on paper, but this also allows me to keep it on my desk, uh, which keeps it top of mind. A lot of times with the digital tools, it only works if you open them, like in your app online, to find what your to-do items are. Probably need to determine which is best for you, but either way, they both probably have their pros and cons. When you're making your to-do list, be sure to group like items together and give your to-do list in order. So sometimes when you make your list, it can help you identify if one thing needs to be done before you can start the other. So I find it very helpful to kind of write everything down and then I go through and number which ones I need to do first. This is one instance where maybe having some sort of a digital tool can be, you know, a little bit easier because then you can quickly sort it rather than jumping all over looking for which one is number one and then number two. Another thing that is very helpful with your to-do list is allotting time for each task. Um, I know Preston 
talked in a recent podcast about block scheduling. And I think that is a wonderful strategy for managing your time and being more organized. Personally, I like to schedule time for my to-do items right in my calendar. It allows me to show how much time I'm going to give to a certain project. It allows me to see how busy my day is going to be and really just kind of sets me up so that I know what all I have going on the next day. Make sure with your tasks, you're setting deadlines. Sometimes our to-dos are just like for the day, uh, but a lot of times you might have deadlines where you need to start working on something just so you can complete it in a week or a month. There might be deadlines for stages or to-do items that you need to do again first before you can move on to the next stage of whatever project you're working on. Also, don't be afraid to delegate if you can, especially if you are familiar with the Eisenhower decision matrix. If you're not familiar with that, please look it up. But it's a great way of helping you establish there's four quadrants for you to identify where your tasks belong. So the four quadrants are urgent and important, which are things that need to get done right away. Not urgent, but important. So you need to do it soon and make sure you have a deadline. Urgent, but not important. Those are the ones that are the best to delegate or possibly reschedule because they are timely, but they're not necessarily important that you have to be the one to do them. And then finally, not urgent and not important. These are the things that you need to ask yourself why they're on your list in the first place. As many of you have maybe noticed when you make a to-do list, you never get everything done on your to-do list. Things will naturally move to the bottom of your list or get passed off to the next day, which will reveal themselves as being unimportant. So if you can use the Eisenhower decision matrix to start kind of really planning out where your tasks fall into that quadrant, maybe you can start identifying which items are, you know, in that bottom quadrant of being not urgent and not important. And you can just kind of quit putting them on your list to begin with. Another tip is to create your list the night before so you're better prepared for the next day. As I mentioned, it's great when you can block those times off in your calendar and kind of really see what your next day looks like. How else can you be better organized? Decluttering your workspace. I know not a lot of us keep file folders or binders on our desktops anymore. But if you can declutter that, again, have a home for everything. And also limiting your distractions. So again, that's where that time blocking can be helpful because if you've got it on your calendar or people know that, you know, two to four is your time for focusing on projects, you can really help limit those distractions and kind of set those boundaries. So those are some of my basic kind of tips and tricks for time management and being organized. Um, if you found value in this podcast, please share it with somebody who might need some of these tips and tricks. This is also something that I'm happy to speak more about. So if you have a group or a team that would like to go more in depth on organization and time management skills, please reach out. And you can always follow me on LinkedIn as well and would love to connect with any of you offline. Thanks again for listening to the Growing for Success podcast and keep growing until next time. Thank you for listening to the Growing for Success podcast powered by The Greenhouse. Connect with us at growingforsuccess.com and subscribe to the podcast with new episodes every week. Let's grow.